0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Goal Center podcast. I'm Leah Amico. This is episode number ninety-one. I just can't believe that we are so close to hundred episodes. It has been so fun this past year to be able to bring stories of other athletes, pro athletes, Olympians, and I can't wait to start adding in other people in other fields of expertise and who have just had strong careers in whatever they've done using their gifts and strengths, I think it's those core principles that I have wanted to share. When I talk about the gold standard and living it out, I really believe it's something that is able to translate into every aspect of life. And one of the things that I wanted today's talk to be about is about building bridges, not burning them. Make sure to build bridges. Our relationships are so important. And I know that not everybody's always going to be best friends and we're going to come across people that maybe we don't really see eye to eye or get along as much with, but maybe we have to work with people. And we should be able to find things that we respect and to find ways to unify with everybody um, as long as they're willing to. Some people just aren't and that, leave that to them. You be the person that is a uniter that works to be able to keep people connected. And here's what made me think of this. I This week I was going through some old photos and a picture popped up from the first team that I had taken overseas in 2012. So 11 years ago, I took my first international team over to Italy. I had a friend, a couple Olympic teammates who had taken teams overseas and they had told me about these trips and what a great opportunity it was that you, you spend eight or nine days touring these beautiful countries but also getting to play on the field and these athletes are high school players from around the country and they get to go and essentially represent United States of America because although they're high school players they're from the United States and so they're still representing right they're still an example it is not USA national team but it's it's something that where you are an American and you're there and you're able to play this game and we play a lot of the club teams from these other countries we went to Spain we actually got to play um, I think a junior national team, as well as when we were in Germany, we played a, a Czech junior national team and they crushed us. We played them right before they were heading over to Florida to compete in the junior world games. And so with that being said, um, this picture popped up and in this picture, I had a team of nine players or I, actually 10. And what it was was I, I realized we had one girl who had just had knee surgery and she still wasn't able to do everything completely, but she could hit, she could hit and she could walk to first base and then we would get a runner for her. And she, I mean, I was amazed at this 18 year old high school senior who had just graduated and she crushed a couple balls and then she would get to first and we would just have someone come in and run for her. And so she couldn't play defense. And then we had another girl who um, was playing defense, but then hurt her hand and wasn't able to hit. So it worked out. We basically had pretty much a position filled and, and a team that way two of the players had come from another team that had folded and wasn't able to get enough people to come so they threw them onto my team. So I didn't really have that relationship that I when I was kind of recruiting athletes to come and play for me. And the girls came from all around the country. And so we go over to Italy and we just have a wonderful time. It was my first experience my husband and I actually that summer I was helping with the pro team I was coaching uh, for the U.S.A. Pride in Florida. So my husband and I, he would come on visit. We actually flew across the world separately. He flew from California to Italy. I flew from Florida to Italy. We met up there. Um, and then at another part of the, the trip that summer, we, we got to see each other and visited and he came and visited. But we were able to take this trip together and have all these high school, um, you know, athletes that we were working with. And I really just fell in love with this opportunity to spend eight days with all of us being out of our comfort zone and yet having this experience in another country. And I had traveled there before with my USA teammates, but this was something different because all of us weren't meeting until we hit the ground running. But the bonding that I saw that took place, and this is where I talk about building bridges, because it really is what we decide to put into it and Whatever we do decide to put into relationships, working with others, being part of a team, uh, being kind to those that we happen to be around, or maybe we just meet them for the first time, we will also receive it back. We will, when we are somebody who is like, you know what, I want to get to know others that are here, right? Instead of just keeping yourself, staying, you know, on the field, you got to play and then you go back to your room or you just, you know, choose not to mingle with everybody. That's a choice. And some people are more shy And it takes a little bit of time to get them out of their comfort zone, but I saw the way these players. I mean, right off the bat, we were playing this really fun Italian team, and after the game, they made us dinner, and we're sitting there eating, and then they all of a sudden turn on music. And Italy, they were just known for dancing, and so our girls just took right to it. I had some really fun people um, as well as players. They were we just had so much fun. Their personalities were awesome, and um, and so I'm going through my pictures, and I posted it on. Facebook, and I was able to tag all but the two players that were not originally my players. They were not the ones I recruited. They were not the ones, and realistically, they kind of, um, you know, chose when we got back not to really keep that connection. They probably felt like, you know, they'd been thrown into our team. But every other person, I'd kind of built that relationship prior when I had asked them to come and play and while I was waiting for them to come and play and, and kind of sending emails back and forth. Um, the parents I'm, you know, still have connections on social media with the parents of those players. And here's the neat thing since that time is a long time ago, those players were, you know, 14, 15, 16 years old. So now they're 25, 26, 27 years old. I watched them through the years. Some I stayed in more contact with than others. One of the athletes there went back to Italy a few years ago and coached with me. She actually got into college coaching for a little while. And so she went on another trip with me and was awesome as a, an assistant coach for me on one of these trips, but I've watched them graduate college have their college softball careers a few of them continued playing through college watch them get married i've watched a number of them become moms one of them just recently and just have stayed in touch with them and their moms and it's so neat to me for me to think it's all these years later in that one trip those eight days were able to really build a bridge they were able to build a relationship that I understand it's on social media, but I've had connections through the years. I've had other athletes that have come. And then when I've been in their part of the country for something, they come see me, I go and try to see them. It's just been really, really neat to see that the sport can unite us. And it, it doesn't take just, you know, being a a coach. It's not only the parents, but even these players. I hope that I've been able to still be an example as they've hopefully seen some of the stuff that I've done, or maybe they've listened to things that I've shared and, I hope that they've been built up in that as well. And then just to see some of them post on my picture, that was the best trip ever. I wish I could go back. We had the best memories. Thank you for your example, your faith. And so just seeing the impact that um, I was able to have, it it really truly is a blessing. And I just want to let you know and encourage you that when you spend time investing in other people, when you, if you're a teammate and you know, or a classmate of people. I know that um we have people around us all the time. If you work with other people, your example, your kindness, your willingness to open up, maybe outside of what you're doing and what's expected of you in a career field or in a sport, when you get to know people, it's funny because I think of the time, the year that I, I believe Florida won the national championship. I remember their coach saying one of the things he did that year was he had each of them connect with a player on the team. And I don't remember if it was like for a couple weeks or how long, but they would pick one person and they would have to go one-on-one and sit down and have coffee or a soda together or a meal. And they would have to get to know each other. And they would have to ask people different questions or, you know, try to just find out more than just on the field. And it what he said was that he saw all of a sudden, just by forcing them into these situations where they start to get to know people on a deeper level, that he saw the depth of trust between each other grow. He saw the the team chemistry get better. And it really built this team mindset bigger than just oh we go on the field we support each other and then that's it whoever naturally kind of pulls together they were kind of forced in a, in a sense but it ended up being a really really good thing and so it just it just makes me think of some people it's it's easier for it's more natural i love to ask questions i love to get to know people i'm pretty open so i think sometimes that's why people are able to open up a little bit more with me but ultimately if we're willing to be vulnerable, be real, be open. Again, be kind and really genuinely care about other people more than what we get out of them or what we need from them or just, okay, we're forced to have to work together or whatever setting that is. But really, if we start to listen to each other and ask deeper questions, we start to realize that, wow, like connections can be made on a deeper level. And those are the connections that let people feel seen, heard, valued. And then that's where bridges are built that last forever. Nothing's going to break down that bridge. And so build bridges, don't break them down. Make sure that whatever you're doing within your power, we can't obviously dictate what other people are going to do or think or how they're going to respond, but just by us being willing to get to know other people and treating people really well and asking a lot of questions, I, I think that you're going to find that a lot of people will be responsive because a lot of people feel like they are not seen and they're not heard. I'll never forget one last story. Last year, um, there was a, a young woman uh, at a mastermind we were part of and um, and Brian, who does my major media league, he said to her, he said, hey, how how are you? And she's like, I'm good. And he's like, no, no, no really, how are you? And he said that all of a sudden she got really emotional and she said, you know what? Nobody really, really has asked me in a way that they've wanted to really hear how I am. And she just, and, and that is, seems something like, wait, what? Like, yeah, sure. People want to know, but we, sometimes we don't realize the little things are the biggest thing And there's a lot of people out there that need to just be reminded you matter. You, you know, I, I care about you and, and you are important. So be that person today that builds that bridge that maybe somebody else needs, because maybe other bridges around them have been breaking down and they need someone like you to come out and to, to be a difference maker. All right. That's what it's all about. How we do everything, not just what we do, but it's how we do it, how we treat people, how hard we work. And how much of a difference we choose to make because we're we're willing to live out the gold standard. Have a great week and I'll see you here next time on the Gold Standard Podcast.